What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Why Jesus podcast, answering life's most important question. We are on episode number 22. I'm here with my guest, Mike Stibbs. Mike, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing fantastic, John. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm. It's my pleasure. So um, you were one of the first people who interviewed me about my whole Santeria uh, thing. And that interview caused so many people to, uh, like want to find out more about Santeria. And it, 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 uh, it helped illuminate this subject to people. And, you know, that Santeria talk is kind of, it's kind of fringy when, when, uh, you know, we think about Christian theology and, and, you know, different religions, that's kind of a religion and a, and a fringe topic, right which i think is becoming more mainstream because people are becoming more aware of santeria but i wanted to bring you on because this is a subject not santeria but like fringe topics under christianity and and viewing fringe topics through the christian worldview is something that you do very well you articulate it very well you um present arguments very well and you are way more knowledgeable on this stuff than i am so you know, we really, really, really wanted to have you on here to discuss that stuff. But before we do any of that, first want to know how, how did you come to Christ? How did, like, what is your salvation story? Yeah, so I'll give you, I'll give you like a very quick rundown and I'll even throw the fringe element right in there so people can kind of know how I got into this. Um, but yeah, I kind of was, uh, have the cliche rock star growing up near Los Angeles kind of story. I was playing in a band from the time I was like 14 to like 27, um, got extremely addicted to opiates, um, cocaine, and, uh, my life was falling apart. And God just showed up in my truck one day as I was driving to work to go bartend and um, really just never looked back. And so I have I have a lot of stuff on my YouTube channel about the testimony. So I won't I won't go into that super deep. But, you know, John, I used to be into before I was saved, I was into aliens a lot. The alien topic, UFOs and everything that's connected to that. When I got saved, like I didn't, it didn't take me any time to figure out like, Hey, look, I'm not bringing those beliefs with me into my Christian walk. Okay. But six months in to my Christian walk, God brings a young man across my path who was also addicted to drugs at the time, but he had a life altering experience with the UFO and he was asking me about it like dude you know like i just don't know what happened and it seemed to have altered his his life and so from that day on that would have been back in 2011 when this guy came across my path and i did a little bit of research because i didn't know i didn't know what to tell him i didn't want to just say well that doesn't exist because dude i believed in it and now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch talking to this dude. I'm a little bit convicted on where of what I know from before. And then now what I know on the other side of being saved. 
And so a long story concise right there is I ended up doing some research. I came back to him. The dude ends up getting saved, whatever, you know, hallelujah. But something, something's going on out there, but it's not necessarily what we think. So yeah, man, it's, it's the fringe Christian world. It's, it's scary. It's hard to navigate. And, um, the thing that I care about most are the new Christians that do have these legit questions, but need to find a legit answer and not coming from somebody who is speculating, you know, cause we can speculate all we want, but that's not gospel. So, yeah, it's, um, it's very interesting because the topic of aliens is something that um, it, it makes people question Christianity all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, well, what about aliens? You know, I, I'll, I'll be in conversation and I'm like, are, are you ready for what I think aliens are? You know, like that's <laughs> that's that's my response. Um, and then we get into, you know, some topics we'll, we'll discuss today. But these are legit questions. These are are, are not like uh, um questions that people are just like, oh yeah, well, what about aliens? Like, no, they're, they're genuine. Hey, how does this type of stuff fit under the Christian worldview? You know, I believe Christianity is true, but I look and I see that there's evidence for this other stuff that, that could kind of shake my foundation. How do we filter that, you know? And um, so I guess that's it. Let's let's jump right into it. And I know that the the video is lagging, but the audio is is doing perfectly fine. So we'll just we'll just rock with it. So let's talk about what are some fringe topics in Christianity. Okay, so so the number one fringe topic um, that we get that Christians get made fun of in the secular realm is flat Earth. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's a fringe topic. Um, I am not a flat earther. So just take everybody, take a deep breath. Cause that's, that, <laughs> that just, that just brings up some fights, um, online. Um, you know, another one that's been popping out recently, um, is, uh, now this is super fringe, but it's the Satan's seed doctrine where, uh, there are, are doc people that have doctorates, in theology are coming out and saying that uh satan had sex with eve and what? that yeah and then that's uh that satan is the father of cain and abel okay and uh it's pretty easy to debunk yeah. um if you just read you know the scripture but they they go in and and if you're not prepared for this for some of this stuff john it, it's like you'll listen to it and like the people can be articulate yep. and they've got Bible verses to that seemingly would back it up to a non-discerning ear, you know, i.e. like a newer Christian. Like if I was a brand new Christian and I heard that, I wouldn't know what to think and I might've believed it, you know? Um, and then you've got, and then you've got the, the craziest one as of late. And I might, in my circle, I'm, it, this gets a lot of people mad because they can't believe I don't believe in it. But there's a theory that aliens are abducting humans and making um, hybrid um, aliens slash humans. And the end game is to debase human DNA so that 
that we can't be saved. Right. And it's like, it's so, it's wow. so out there and it's like, I'm in these circles, but yeah. at the same time, like I'm looking like I'm, I'm looking to Jesus first and foremost about everything. And like, you've got to, to get me to believe something like you have to be coherent. So when I hear somebody start laying out their case, like I got this verse and that verse and this verse, like right away, because I know the scriptures, you know, yeah. right away. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the intent. That's not the context. You're, you're fitting something into your narrative and it does fit the way that you're saying it does. But, you know, a lot of us, you know, unfortunately, like, especially now as we live in an echo chamber yeah. where, you know, we, we put something out like that and then we just hear positive feedback come from Facebook, YouTube, whatever. And then if it's negative, we just delete it. And so we're only listening to people that are agreeing with us. And dude, that's dangerous, man, because I gotta be teachable. I gotta be ready to change my, viewpoint and opinion based on based on number one the word of god and number two based on you know evidence that's unfolding as time goes you know and so it's there's the term fringe christianity to me it's scary because on one end you've got somebody like mike heiser who is coherent from a to z and then you've got other people, and I'm not going to name the people on the other end that are not coherent. And it's very, very easy to poke holes in some of their research. And it's not research. What it is, is it's speculation. And I'm okay with speculating. I think we just need to be careful with our language, like saying, hey, look, it's a possibility that this might happen based on evidence that we see. And that's kind of where I like to fall. I like to get crazy sometimes, but if I'm not preaching Jesus, then I'm off the mark and I can't release a video if it doesn't, if it doesn't lead people back to Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's a whole fact. It's got to come back to Jesus and we can be interested in these things. Like we, we can definitely, um, you know, look to these things and say, wow, that is, that is some fascinating information you have just given me. Let me look into that. And it, it can also be exciting to kind of go down these rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and, and everything, especially if you're like me. I'm a rabbit hole go-downer. I don't know if that's what you would call it. But I, I like to, to uh, if you tell me something, I'm, I'm going to check it out, right? Like I'm digging in on it. And it's funny you bring up uh, Dr. Michael Heiser. You know, uh, I was... He was somebody that I was really hoping to meet one day, but you know, we will in uh, the next life, but I meant in this specific life. Um, but I watched a video of him talking about aliens and how it fits into the, the biblical worldview. And he was somebody that I was like, wow, that, that actually makes a lot of sense, you know? And then when I read, uh, you know, I read about light speed, like traveling beyond the speed of light and how in traveling beyond the speed of light, it's, it's impossible for a physical being to do it, right? So how do these aliens get from the other side of the galaxy to Earth physically? You know, if they'd have to travel beyond the speed of light, they would essentially disintegrate. You know, they, it, they would just disappear, right? So then when, when you get into them being interdimensional, it's like, wait a minute, that, 
that kind of sounds spiritual in a way, you know, and then it like illuminates and you're like, wow, that, that kind of makes sense. But anyway, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole already. Um, so what, uh, what are some of the, it, cause that was crazy. What you just said. I want to, I want to stay on that topic for a second. So people are saying that aliens are, and this is not just people, Christians are saying that aliens are abducting people creating people alien hybrids so that way our dna is changed and we can't be saved we cannot be uh we cannot make it into heaven essentially right yeah so the 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 group of people that are saying that like what they're positing is is that if you if that they could change us so we're not no longer human then we're not you know we don't qualify for salvation and so when i look at that and like when i first hear something like that like you know i'm sorry but i'm i'm not like one of these dudes that wants it to be real you know what i mean like i i want it to be not real first because that sounds super scary (laughs) but when i but when i'm but when i'm listening to somebody say that what am i looking for you know i'm looking for coherency and i'm looking for evidence and because you say that you're a christian you know what i'm saying i'm i'm super looking for corroborating scriptures that back that up and you can't like i said again with me specifically you can't just throw like a a a revelation verse out there about the locust coming up from the bottomless pit and then throw it into your theory because I know what I know the context of that stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's weirder than we think, but it's not something that like it's not something that I could just read, right? Without having any context and understand it. And that's what a lot of people are doing is they're not going further into the story before they're coming out and writing a book or making a video on it because when i hear it i'm like no dude like you just don't even that's not what the scripture is even saying like not even close and that's where i for that stuff like i refer to heiser on that because i'm like dude that dude spent time in college reading those texts and getting into it and reading the the text of the culture around it so he understands the puns he understands the references and for instance john like in 500 years from now if we go on that long right if i have a writing or i have a video where i'm talking about american idol right somebody 500 years or a thousand years into the future they hear me say american idol you know what i'm saying they may not understand that the show I'm, I'm talking about the show and then they can make an inference like oh my gosh the americans worshipped this thing called the american idol right and and so we need to understand the context and the references that are made in the bible so we can understand what is being addressed and most of the time especially in revelation what's being addressed is new age thinking that was happening at the time and so it was through that lens of apologetics, you know, uh, John, the writer was writing, you know, people that believed in, you know, many, many gods and stuff, you know, and believed that, you know, there was a pantheon and, and all that type of stuff. And so if w- when we understand that we have a deeper meaning and guess what, dude, then we can't be fooled 
by someone who just makes a compelling video or something. Yeah, and I, and also we have to take into consideration that sensationalism sells. You know, people they they get this idea, they write a book, they sell it, boom, they make a whole bunch of money, they do a whole bunch of interviews, and then they're on to the next thing. You know, uh, it's like I said, it's so it's so interesting, even if it's nonsense, right? I mean, why do why do people like Marvel movies? Like, I love Marvel movies. It's yeah. it's one hundred percent like not real you know it's not real but i will have a whole hour-long conversation with one of my friends about like some theory that we think is going to happen in the next 12 movies that they got laid out and we're like debating on these theories and it's so interesting even though it's all nonsense you know like it, it has no um there's no foundation in it you know like like uh, Kevin Feige is the god of that universe. You know what he says goes. Doesn't matter how many theories <laughs> me and you come up with, it's it's over, right? So let's dig into to um, you know some fringe topics that you discuss on on your channel, uh, Camp. I'm gonna say it's wrong. Camp Herman, right? Correct. Camp Camp Herman, which is it's a reference to Mount Herman. Uh, where that where the fallen angels fell to. I know. I always call it Herman because I, I worked in a deli with this guy named Herman, and it's like it's like a mental block. I just cannot say Herman because I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. Right. You know, because uh, I I know Mike Heiser has a book that has that uh, in the title, and I just I would say it wrong all the time. So my apologies. Uh, but yeah, that's, I just want you to know why. If you ever hear me say it incorrectly, you could blame the deli guy. <laughs> well, it's all good. We have a, we had a dude that, that made a rap for the, for the podcast. Um, and he, he talks about, he said he rhymes it as Mount Herman because it rhymes with sermon. So he says like, this ain't a sermon. Welcome to camp Herman. And, uh, you know, it's all good because it's a really good song. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, take so, it. Take you can, it. You can pronounce you could pronounce it Herman. Uh, I think our mascot is actually Hermie. Um, but, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I'm hitting I'm hitting the mute button because the, the dogs keep barking. But uh, so walk us through some of the the more you know, the topics that you guys discuss, and then let's dig into them from a, a biblical worldview. I, I know we don't have all the time in the world, but, you know, let's let's talk about some of these fringe topics that uh, people actually want answers to. Right. So, you know, I, I think it's appropriate, given, given the news that's going on right now, um, just a couple of weeks ago, David Grush from the uh, U.S. Navy works for the Pentagon, whistleblower, coming out saying that there is – he's saying this, that there's absolutely uh, crashed UFOs that the government has possession of. And then um, something that was piggybacked on top of that was this Vegas UFO sighting which um, I actually took a break from making a video on that because there's some there's some conspiracy theories that are dropping about the Vegas alien. And it's like, I just got to, I have to just tell people like, don't believe it because I've, it, it's very, very clear that there's a fake video going around, but there's even a, a Christian guy that's claiming 
that it's real. But um, we can get, we can get into that, and we could go into the biblical perspective. So I think that the alien topic would be the way to go, given you know this impending quote unquote disclosure. And so, John, John, what I would like you to do maybe is if you could just ask me specific questions about like disclosure or the alien topic, because you're, you know, your audience a little bit better than I do. And then you could, you could kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to go from there and really give you a lot of info. Um, also a, a Christian perspective, which is why we're here. Definitely. So let's say somebody is just a, a baby Christian with all of these questions and, and you need to give them a seventh grade answer to how do aliens fit in a Christian worldview? Yeah, so that's 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 awesome. So um, the the idea of something being extraterrestrial, not human, not of this earth, um, the Bible definitely corroborates a worldview for that. And so um, Genesis six four tells the very interesting story of the sons of God going into the daughters of men. Um, let's say it, let's say it in seventh grade education, uh, fallen angels having sex with humans. Okay. And there's a book that is very, very much, much, uh, biblically endorsed. It's not Canon, but it's biblically endorsed, meaning the Bible quotes it many, many times. And that's the book of Enoch and the book of Enoch tells the story of the fallen angels and, um, pretty much gives us that worldview. And so extraterrestrial, demonic, fallen angel, all of those terms seem to be kind of, you know, synonyms, even though that theologically speaking, they're very different, but understanding that they preside as Mike Heiser would say, in the unseen realm, in a different dimension. And so the Bible definitely tells us that God did create other beings. And let's just say you don't believe Genesis 6-4. You just want to throw that out. I'm down with that. Cool, right? There's still angels, right? They're extraterrestrial. They're not human. They're not, they don't live on earth. And so right there, we do see evidence for the Bible corroborating other beings definitely and that's you know it, it piggies back from what we were discussing earlier how um extraterrestrial you know we have this we have this et image or like little gray dudes with uh you know big eyes that um are physical beings right that that we think flew in from you know the Andromeda Galaxy, I'm making names up, you know, from Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, all the way over over to here. And then, you know, they're they're abducting people. And these are physical beings, right? But that, I would say, would not fit into a Christian worldview, like a physical being from another planet. But I would I would think an interdimensional, you know, and when we think of interdimensional, somebody or something that can be outside of space, time, and matter, right? And in the spirit realm. What is outside of space, time, and matter? The spirit realm, you know? Uh, so it's when you start like peeling these layers back, you're like, wait a minute, this, this is pretty interesting. So now let's take it up a level, 
right? Uh, that's the basic, you know, if we're going to say that um, aliens can fit in the Christian worldview, how do we how do we differentiate this whole idea of them being from other planets and, you know, from distances that, that maybe they travel through like wormholes and stuff like that to them not really being aliens in the in the way that we think, but them being interdimensional beings and essentially them being spiritual beings. Yeah, right. So that's that's a that's an interesting one because there seems to be uh, well, not seems to be there's there's an obvious deception that's happening with um, with these so-called aliens that are actually people are claiming that are that are communicating with them. Okay. And so for instance, there's a, a guy out there, his name is Stephen Greer. And um, I'll never call out Christians, but I'll call out secular people. I know but his this name guy. is Stephen Greer. Yeah, and he dude, he's a he's Homer Simpson, basically. But he is um, he claims that through transcendental meditation, he's contacting multiple alien civilizations. Okay. He's got an app for your phone that you could download the app. It gives you a protocol that you go through and he promises contact with extraterrestrials through this protocol. And then obviously he'll caveat it if, and you'll get this John, cause it goes into even, you know, the, the manifestation type of stuff. And then they'll, he'll caveat it with, well, if you don't contact them, you're just not doing it right. Um, and you got to stick with it and keep doing it. Um, and so he's, he's pot, he's saying that the extraterrestrials want to help us. Right. Um, cause he's talking to them as far as he's saying. And so they're lying to him, right? He's, he's a prophet in, in the old sense of the, of the term. He's speaking with these gods, these little G gods that are claiming to be whatever they think we're going to believe they are. And then he is relating that information to even politicians. The, the dude's got, you know, he sounds like a crackpot, but he's got a platform in front of presidential advisors. He's been in front of Congress several times. He's buddy, buddy with many, many, many politicians, uh, singers, Demi Lovato is a follower of Greer. Um, that chick race car driver, Danica Patrick, is buddy-buddy with him and is talking about aliens coming to save planet Earth. And even the speaking of American Idol, one of the guys, the, the rocker guy, Josh something, he also is speaking and throwing out the alien gospel that they're going to come and help us and save us. Um, so hold on. So, I just, I'm sorry, but I got, yeah. I got to just pause you real quick. The fact that people think that if aliens actually existed, that they would be coming here to save us is bananas, right? Like our whole entire world is the product of different groups of people colonizing other groups of people and fighting over land and taking resources and stuff like this is this is what humans have been doing since all recorded history right do you really think that if aliens from another another planet came over here saw all the resources that we had they would be like hey we're gonna 
we're going to help these people. No way, not in a million years. So anyway, I just, I just had to say how like illogical that, that kind of thinking is. So, so John, that's great that you bring that up because, you know, I've, I've heard, even heard Christians say something like this and, you know, we, we just have to keep a discerning ear, but I heard a Christian say that make an analogy back to when, you know, the Spanish invaded, you know, the Mexico area and how they were, they were, the, you know, the, the Mexicans and they weren't Mexicans. So I'm sorry if I'm not using the correct language here, but the indigenous people of those days, they were afraid and they started war right away. Right. And that's what they're, they're, they're kind of saying like, Hey, we need to be careful that we just don't start a war if we get invaded. And it was a Christian dude saying this. And I'm like, man, like you've got like millions of views and people are liking it and commenting on it. Yeah. Like we Christians just don't understand. And there's totally alien life out there. And look, if God wanted to create alien life out there, you know, cool. But if, if they are able to come here to this earth, that would have been something God would have obviously known. And I think he would have told us. That's a right? fact. That is a fact. Because, yeah, because it would be so paradigm shifting. Like, I just can't imagine a father just being like, yeah, we'll just kind of leave this one out, even though it's going to lead many of my people away from me ultimately you know, through that, just through that, I mean, it would just shift so much. And so, you know, in the Christian community, we call it the alien deception for a reason. I think that there's a lot of possibilities. Um, I think that the number one possibility though, is if you are a Christian, you know, the word you're close to Holy spirit, no matter what happens on this earth. Like if we just happen to be in the end times, right? If we are, then Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you into the truth and you won't be deceived. You know what I'm saying? I don't need, and forgive me, but I don't need somebody who wrote like a book based on a theory to save me from an alien deception. I got the Bible for that. You know what I mean? Amen. And the, uh, the whole like channeling thing, right? Like these guys that um, like Stephen, Stephen Greer or Green? Greer. Um, uh, uh, Greer. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, like the fact that he's been chosen, right? Like he's chosen out of all 8 billion people on this planet to be the one that receives. And not only does he receive, but he can tell you, and I've never watched, um, any of his stuff. I just know of him because people have told me, Oh no, you got to go check him out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but if you just look at like Esther Hicks, right. Who gets possessed by Abraham these entities like they possess they they possess these people and then just tell you basically everything that a life coach would tell you you know like this just pay for the seminar dude and and you can and you can hear me tell this I, I also I was looking at uh comments of, from his book Stephen Greer's because um, somebody sent me a link directly to his book and somebody wrote a huge comment about how they used to follow him for years and then they finally went to one of his actual events, like his seminars. And they just, after it, they were like, this dude is nonsense. He's like super arrogant, 
right? And talking down to his audience. And if you don't make contact, it's your fault. And all of the same unfalsifiable claims that the law of attraction does. Like, hey, if it's not working for you, it's your fault. It's not the law of attraction's fault. Like, you're so special, dude. So special that this alien nation has chosen you to be the ambassador to, uh, you know, the ambassador of the United States. Some some just random guy that does seminars. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the one that they're going to pick, right? Um, so I know I'm going on a tangent, but uh, this stuff is... It, it, well, you, you, know, you know, John, it, it, it really... The, the fact that people do buy into this stuff, you know, I, I'm kind of excited that some people are because it shows that they're open-minded about the spiritual stuff. True. Right. And maybe if they're, they're open minded enough, maybe I could come in and and with the knowledge that I have within that subject, come in and say, hey, look, have you ever thought about it from this angle? Have you ever thought about why Jesus says that he's the name above all names? Right. He's it's it, it's just we don't understand what he's saying in in why god saying that i'm he i'm gonna make him the name above all names well what god was saying with his son jesus christ is he's gonna be ahead the, uh, he's in charge of all of these entities they they were made for him by him and because of him and he has preeminence over them okay i'm kind of rephrasing colossians there um so the bible says that and so Whoever these aliens are that Stephen Greer or whoever says that they're, they're claiming to be talking to through transcendental meditation, that those are obviously, you know, demonic influenced um, things that they may be having, or it's possible that they're just psychopath liars. But if, but if, but I'll give Greer the benefit of the doubt and say he is hearing from somebody right? But it's not, it's not extraterrestrials that are going to come and make sure we have McDonald's and movies forever, right? To keep us going, right? No, they are lying to him. And then in return, he's a prophet and he's going out and lying to everybody else. And he's got his own little click, but the whole fact that he's got like a platform for politicians, just, it, it just freaks me out because we just don't really understand some of these politicians of who they're around and what they believe, you know, it's just crazy, bro. I mean, like, ugh, yeah, it just gets on my nerves. Yeah. And so politicians to me, it, we, we look at our politicians as if they're somehow smarter, better, you know, more prestigious or that I look at them in the complete opposite direction. I think there are a few of them that are politicians because they want to, you know, they want to change things. They want to do, do right. But they're, most of them are politicians to, to just be politicians. You know, they're, it's a good, it's a good gig for them. Right. So when I don't, I'm not surprised that, you know, he gets a platform with some of these people. Have you, have we paid attention to these people at all? Like we, we elect people like AOC, you know, not to like throw her under the bus, but like anybody can can hear the things that she's saying and be like, yeah, this chick, this chick got some things backwards, you know. And I I'm I'm not saying that from like, oh, that chick's stupid, but like she her mentality is dangerous and delusional, 
you know, like just right. absolutely delusional. And these are the people that we put in office, right? Uh, or for, for me, um, there's another one. And I'm, I just want to make sure that I mention people on both sides. So that way they don't think I'm, I'm crazy. But uh, that's like, I forget her name, but like Mary Taylor Green or something like that, like equating Trump with Jesus, you know? And I'm just like, these are the people that are voted in. Of course, they're going to give a seat to uh, somebody like Stephen Greer, who's like, hey, man, I'm in contact with aliens, you know, can I can, can they vote? Because I'll sit down <laughs> with them, you know, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, bring them in, bring them in, man, because they'll vote left. <laughs> <laughs> open, open the world borders, you know, open the, the oh, world boy. borders. <laughs> but anyway, man, we're straight yeah. straight off topic. So let, let's bring it back. So what would, you know, if you were trying to have this conversation with somebody and and explain to them how this could be something demonic, right? And this is not ETs trying to save the world or anything. What would equate, even if you convince them that, all right, maybe ETs, maybe aliens are interdimensional. Maybe they are spiritual beings, but, you know, Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So people will be confused like in the new age the anunnaki and all of this stuff they think that these are benevolent like good beings that want to just help you how do we get them to understand that this is demonic and it's it's not something good for them to be contacting or listening to people that they're contacting yeah great uh great great question i'll start by saying this so first off in light of disclosure because i want to address this so people can understand kind of like where I stand with this. So when we're looking in the news and we see like David Grush coming out and saying that he's a whistleblower, right? And then taking that topic and that news report, and then if I wanna marry that into my Christian worldview, now what do I have to do, right? I've gotta say that, that demons or fallen angels, whatever you wanna call them, Okay, I'm not, it's not about theology. I'm just saying whatever you want to call them. Did they really crash here if I'm trying to work that into my Christian narrative, right? So let me be clear on this before we move on. The disclosure stuff that we're seeing, it's very, very easy to poke holes into. Um, even George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, great guys. I think that they're, they, they offer a lot to that community, but there's a lot of times where there's big gaps of coherency in what those movements are saying. And with this guy that came out recently, David Grush, it's all over the news. There are some huge incoherencies. And the main thing is, is he saw nothing. He only heard from third party. And so we need to understand ah. because a lot of a lot of the Christians will take the whole alien narrative and then marry it to disclosure and thinking it's one thing when probably, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just based on probability, it's a government psyop deception. I've, I've got many videos and many theories on that that are possibilities, but just based on just probability alone, that is probably what's happening. And there's even, you know, whistleblowers that have come out saying that. So when we talk, um, sorry. So when we talk about how is this demonic, right? So we're married. If, if we marry that together, it's a different story, but 
if I'm sitting there and this goes into kind of the Santeria thing, right? If I'm sitting there and I'm doing some sort of ritual, AKA a meditation, AKA protocol like Steven Greer, and, and I'm contacting these entities, there's a probability that they're going to come eventually and they're going to lie to you. Okay. And you'll know that they're lying to you. Well, maybe you won't, but if, but Christians shouldn't be doing it anyway, but you saw it with Santeria that over the period, you just, you just knew there was a deception there. Right. And we get drawn into this stuff. So, um, Stephen Greer and his protocol are exactly the same thing that Alistair Crawley talked about. Alistair Crawley, Crowley, he is the pretty much the the guy that wrote the New Age book. I mean, a yep. lot of the theories come from him, um, and then obviously a lot before him. But he's the one that brought it into America, into pop culture. You know, the Beatles, Michael Jackson referenced Aleister Crowley all the time, but he had, he had something called the lamb statement and it taught you how to access this being, this class of beings actually called lamb and lamb. If you break down that word means guess what? The way and the truth. It's crazy. They're liars. They're just, they, they want us to believe that they're God right? Go, I mean, you go into the ancient alien theory and that's basically what they're positing is, is that these aliens are our creators. And so they want to take the place of God and, and they're, they're kind of doing a good job in the secular realm, you know? Yeah. Even, uh, even Richard Dawkins has, uh, has said something along the lines of, you know, when, when uh, I forget who it was, was interviewing him about the origin of life. And he said, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, a comet or or something from another planet came here. And, and that's what sparked uh, what sparked us. And it's like, man, you guys just anything but God, right? Just anything but uh, the God of the Bible. That's 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 it. You just got to come up with something else. Right. Um, but that just also begs the question, well, then who, who created the aliens? You know, we, we go to an infinite regress of uh of who created that well then who created that well then who created you know we 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 do that thing but um it's it's very interesting that you brought alistair crowley into it because i mentioned him in my book um and i was speaking about how there's there's a quote from uh dang the name's on the tip of my tongue but the quote says that you know essentially what picasso did for art what beethoven did for music and i'm paraphrasing uh crowley did for the mystic arts you know, and this this guy is essentially uh, him, Helena Blavatsky, and people like that. They are the foundation of Western mysticism and and New Age spirituality, and and they're all credited to 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 that. And then you look at Anton Lavey, who says, you know, the the head of the Satanic Church, right? Uh, when he was alive, he wrote the Satanic Bible, uh, Satanic rituals. He wrote all of that stuff. He says that New Age spirituality is just playing the devil's game without invoking his um, his name, right? So his infernal name, what he says. So it's interesting that you bring Aleister Crowley into it because the whole contacting 
extraterrestrials. The system that they use to kind of do this stuff, like a Stephen Greer, is just New Age spirituality. That's essentially what they're doing. They're using New Age spirituality and spiritual practices that is rooted in Satanism to contact these beings that are saying that they're aliens and then they're sitting down with politicians. Isn't it crazy how everything ties back? <laughs> it is. It is because, you know, there's so many, there's even so many connections like within the secret doctrine, the secret um, to the same, to this, like you're saying, the same people, Aleister Crawley, Helena Blavatsky, Alice Bailey. Um, they're so, I mean, they, they all believed in this manifestation type of stuff, AKA word of faith, right? It's just repackaged. Yep. And they also believe in these other entities. So there's, there's lots of connections and, you know, it's really weird, but that's sometimes how people get deceived. They get, they get deceived by coming in through something that seems empowering. This is great. I can manifest. I could do this. I'm the, you know, I'm the creator of my universe and it's empowering because life is hard. We're disempowered half the time. Most of us work for a boss. That's a jerk probably. Right. And to know that I can manifest something that sounds good, but we come down into this world and then we get all kinds of weird deceptions, meet all kinds of weird people that'll take us down crazy paths, you know, and it's just, man, that's why I just, I just, I just feel like John, like somebody like you, somebody like me, like if somebody comes across our path, this might sound a little bit arrogant, but I want, when somebody comes across my path, I want to make sure that the encounter is special. Like something happened in that encounter. Like Jesus does something through me to a person, you know, because so many people out there are getting deceived by stuff like this. It's, it's coming back full force. I even heard a stat and this is just me pulling it out of the air, but it's, it seems true that the eight, that the ancient alien religion is, is actually the 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 fastest growing worldview right now um amongst you know like millennials and gen z um because it sounds coherent when we you know watch the history channel and and there are people like you you mentioned richard dawkins that are saying things very very similar and he's not the only one there's a lot of there's actually, and I, I think this plays into the end time deception, but there's a lot of, a lot of good evidence. If you weren't trained that you can, you can make that case, but at the end of the day, you're still speculating. And if there is a God, and I know there is because I know him, right. Then that, then, then the, the fact that he's there, it makes all of that nonsense. And that's why obviously why would you want to discount god right so bad so bad but you want to you want to say that aliens made us that just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't it, sound logical and so on a surface level for somebody as you were saying who you know is is not in tune spiritually is not aware of what a relationship with Jesus Christ is like, is not aware of the reliability of the Bible and the New Testament, is not aware of these things on a surface level of, oh yeah, we could have, yeah, we definitely could have been created by by aliens. Like it, you can rationalize it. 
You definitely can if you have a secular worldview and you're looking for a natural explanation for the origin of life, right? right. I mean, it still doesn't give you uh, an answer to the beginning of the universe. It only can, uh, can give you the answer to the origin of life on this planet, but then you go to the infinite regress, right? So it's... If you don't think too deeply into it, it's rational. And the issue is most people don't think too deeply into anything. So I could, even though I've never seen a stat, I could be um, persuaded to believe that this is the fastest growing religion. I, I definitely could be, especially, you know, with, with it being popularized on like the History Channel and, and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, you look, at, you look at Joe Rogan too. And so that's the way I think about it too. Like most people... Like, for instance, like most people that listen to Joe Rogan, right, they're driving to work, driving home from work, and they're just throwing that on because it's entertaining. And then you start hearing this alien stuff and their speculation, which is based on pretty much zero evidence half the time, okay? And it starts becoming, you adopt that worldview unconsciously because you keep hearing it over and over again. I mean, Joe Rogan is the biggest podcast on in the universe and you, nobody's touching him. And he's talking about aliens all the time. He's got some crazy new, new age views that he doesn't realize because of people that he comes on and interviews and doesn't realize that they're rooted in, in, I'm sorry, but it's Satanism like Graham Hancock, dude, the dude's rooted in Satanism. It's new age propaganda repackaged through this pseudoscience lens without God, without their, you know, that's the thing that they, we can't have, well, we could have a God, but we just can't have the God of the Bible, you know, basically. So, yeah. um, so even Joe Rogan's a victim of that because he's not aware of the origin of the belief systems of a lot of the people that he looks up to. I think that eventually he's going to have somebody on there that is going to rock his world you know, that is, is just gonna know the Bible and know the truth about all of the, the crazy fringe topics that, that he talks about. And it's just, it's going to plant a seed, you know, that I, I do think eventually because he, he keeps, he keeps ending up with people on his podcast that are Christians. And it's like, he's, he's more open to listening to them, but he's got, he's going to get one person on there that is just, gonna floor you know, him you know who it would have been you know who it, you know who i'm gonna say but dude mike heiser dude like i would have i mean i would have paid for his plane ticket to, to have michael heiser on that show oh my gosh definitely you know what I, I mean? and oh that would have been yeah that would have been incredible absolutely incredible uh but you know there's there's up and comers that are that are kicking butt you know and, and are, yeah. are are very knowledgeable in these things and and you know, are rational Christians and not just like, uh, yeah, I believe in Jesus because I grew up in it, you know, and and really digging into to this stuff. But anyway, man, let's let's get back on topic um, because we're we're coming in for a close. So, what are you know, without going down a crazy rabbit hole again, what are some other fringe topics that? Um, that you see Christians asking you questions about that um, that you feel is is a real simple answer uh, through a biblical lens, but they may be just clouded with with not understanding how it could be seen through a biblical lens. 
Well, the 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 New World Order kind of conspiracy stuff out there um, is is one of those. I mean, that's definitely a crazy rabbit hole we can go down. But that's that that's a simple one, okay? That we could talk about. Um, you know, with all the conspiracy theories of the New World Order, is it biblical? It's absolutely biblical. Is it happening right now? Maybe we don't know that for sure. Okay. We can, we can go and call Elon Musk, the antichrist and, and all of this stuff, but we're going to, we're probably going to be wrong. Okay. Um, but there is a new world order that's been forming since the beginning of time. And they are, they are, it's, they're just, it's just a part of the world. It's inevitable that we end up being like that. And I just believe that that's what John in revelation saw. He saw the world coming together. It's not like this round table of dudes sitting down going, wow, let's, uh, let's, uh, bring Satan in now. You know, it's just, (laughs) it's, it's like an inevitable, it's an inevitability that even if you took God out of the paradigm, you can never take God out of the paradigm, but it would still end up happening. And then, and then there'd be some war that would break it up and then we'd start all over again. You know, it's, it's just, that's how humanity seems to work, right? God just promises to intervene the, the next time that this happens where, where we're about to destroy ourselves. And so the, the new world order, some people go, dude, some people go way, way, way off the grid on that. And I, I get it, but you know, I, yes, they are trying to put microchips in our brain. Don't do it. Right. Like I'm saying, don't do it. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you're disqualified from salvation. If you end up getting Elon Musk's chip or if you end up getting the COVID shot, right? And I'm sorry I, I mentioned that, but but that is it's not that does not disqualify you from salvation. It's about it's your heart, right? And so that's what concerns me because there's a lot of nonsense out there that will tell you that that you'll be disqualified. Somebody told me that I would be disqualified if I got the bang bang, right? I mean, come on, bro. I mean, yeah. I don't have it. I don't have it, but you don't know that. You yeah, don't, you don't, you know, you don't have Bible to tell me that, you know, it's too far, you know, like it's just, it's too far. Um, the, I forget who it was. I interviewed Doreen Virtue. I think, it, I think she said it. She's like, you know, I believe all this stuff, but it's not like I sit here with my Bible over here in, a, in the newspaper right here and, and looking at every single event as like, ha ha, you know, this is, this is it. This is the mark of the beast. This is that, this, you know, um, but what's interesting about the new world order, right? And this is just my conspiracy brain going off, uh, bringing it back to Marvel. The Cap- Captain America 4 was supposed to be titled New World Order. And they changed it to, I think, uh, Brand New World or something yeah. like that. And I was like, did they change this because they're actually trying to make a New World Order? And that was just way too obvious. They didn't want it in, a, in our faces that much. You know, that's my, my conspiracy brain. Uh, okay, so, so here's off. here's my conspiracy brain because I'll I'll go I'll I have two different possibilities for that, right now was it did they did they call it Brave New World or Brand New World? That's it, Brave New World. Yep, Brave okay, New World. So, so that's actually even more conspiracy minded when you get down to it. But um, there is there's a new uh, 
KFC commercial. You you seen that KFC commercial where the chick sits down with like this spicy chicken sandwich? No, but I'm gonna definitely like, look it up after. Okay. Yeah, and she's like possessed, right? And then this like satanic creature comes out from behind. Because oh, they're because of Diablo, the video game. Yeah. That they're yeah, yeah. Exactly. So th there there is this element that if companies do this, you know, they know that people are gonna be talking about it. They know that the Christian community is gonna talk about it from that perspective, and it's just gonna give them more press, right? The whole thing with like like, I don't even remember, but it was maybe like a month or two ago. Like I, I like Ruslan was getting was getting shade for drinking like a death water. And they were saying, oh, yeah, that like, like I was like, yep. dude, like if I'm a new Christian and I come across this, like I'm like, dude, I'm out, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a part of this, this religion. <laughs> you psychos. You know? I mean, come <laughs> on, dude, the dude's sitting there preaching the gospel and you're you're getting on him because he's drinking a caffeinated beverage. I mean, come on, man. But but there's this element that we're using stuff like that to get more attention. And I think that's what Marvel did. I think they, I think that they were, I don't think they were ever going to call it that. I think they mm. just said they were going to call it that and then say, oh, well, we changed it to a brave new world because that's actually even more conspiracy minded because you go, you look into the, the idea, the book, a brave new world is all about control and big brother, kind of like 1984 stuff. And so that's even more conspiracy. Minded, break in break my that, opinion. break that down for us real quick. Cause this is my first yeah, time so, hearing of it. So yeah, you, there's, there, there's a book that was written. Um, I think it was, no, I could be wrong on this, but it's all still connected. It was written by one of the Huxley brothers. Okay, and they go back to the 40s and 50s. They were involved in eugenics, right? Kind of like Hitler was. They wanted to, um, they wanted humanity to go to the next level through our genetics. And they had all these theories and stuff about how we could be better as a human race. Um, and it, and they, uh, they actually, one of them was uh, one of the founders of Plan. Now I could be wrong on this, but he had something to do with Planned Parenthood. Okay, because Planned Parenthood at the the essence of it. And now here I go into the conspiracy theories. They were started by people who wanted to weed out certain people in our community and wanted to weed out weaknesses within our community. Okay, and they he got like a, a Nobel Peace Prize um, under the umbrella of Planned Parenthood for some of his genetics research that he did. Um, it, it was a different world back in the 40s and 50s, especially a, a different America. And so there's a book, A Brave New World, that prophesies about how our future is going to be. And it's all like a system of control. There's like a quote um, from the guy that wrote the book, Huxley. And he said that the perfect type of slavery would be a form of slavery where people wouldn't even know that they're enslaved and they're distracted by entertainment. And you're talking back in the 40s, this quote comes out and you look, you fast forward to today. It's a brave new world. It is. It totally is. That's a so, fact. Yeah, go check. Yeah. We so, are... yeah, check out the, check out the Huxley's. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, it's like crazy because the video is lagging, and then I'm like trying to talk in the right places. <laughs> but um, no problem, man. Yeah, that's that's insane, though. And we are 
addicted to entertainment. It'll be so, I mean, look at me. I'm going to see the Flash movie tomorrow at two in the afternoon. Well, I'm really going at that time because the um, movie theaters out here in Puerto Rico get flooded, flooded if you go at a regular viewing time. Um, but it, we are addicted to entertainment and that is, I'm super interested to see what the plot will be now in the movie to see if it lines up with, uh, with, with that book. That would be really, really interesting because they do like to tell us everything that they're planning, um, without telling us everything that they're planning. So, uh, anyway, that's another conspiracy we can get, get into another time, but we have, you know, came to the end of our rope on this uh on this podcast man this was a lot of fun and i mean i knew it was going to be um because these are topics that are just they're they're entertaining they are entertaining yeah. right so um just tell everybody where they can find you uh whether it's on instagram youtube facebook uh on another planet you know just tell them where <laughs> um yeah so so the youtube channel um is campermon it's um we've actually i've actually rebranded it recently so you'll you'll find it under camp Herman, but you will hear me mention project revelation um it's just me right it's just it's just me but camp Herman, um is a collective and i've we've got a podcast out there go search it um on all podcast platforms i am not a host on there I'm actually the video director of that of Campermon, and we have uh, a lot in the works that will be coming out concerning that. But but really, just if you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, these these topics get to you. They're they're weird. They're entertaining. But if you are a Christian, I just want you to think twice before we believe some of this stuff. Um, go to your Bible first and be an expert in that before you're an expert in all this other stuff, because there is a deception coming. We don't know what it's going to be. And there's no more important asset in your life than your relationship with God. Amen. Well, on that note, guys, make sure that you guys uh, find Mike over there at Camp Herman. Make sure that you subscribe. Also, just a Quick announcement, guys. I'm going to be in Las Vegas speaking at a conference uh, July 26th. So if 26th. So if you want more information on that, I'll, I'll leave a link in the description below. I'm also going to leave links to uh, for you guys to connect with Mike as well. Uh, also, just another shameless plug. Don't forget my new book, Law of Attraction, A Gateway Drug to Spiritual Heroin is out. And with that being said, pick pick up a copy. Leave me a good review on Amazon because one lady left me like a really mean one and it's, it's ruining my, my ratio. So um, definitely go do that. And God bless. See you on the next one. Tomorrow I'm interviewing my cousin on my channel. He's like jacked at 50 years old. So we're going to be talking faith and fitness. So do not miss that. Mike, thank you again so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everybody thank you. in the chat. Shout out to Joe for the super chat. And we will see you guys on the next one.